0: Hey there! Welcome to the in between. Thank you. We're not going to talk anymore. We're just going to sit <laughs> here sit in, in silence.
1: silence. We've all got work to do. <laughs> You're, yeah.
0: <laughs> You're going to hear some <laughs>
2: clicking keyboards, and that's. You're not
1: hear my clicking
2: keyboard and writing a book over here.
1: I don't hey. know. If, have I made the comparison yet between responding to you, feeling like I should respond, like when, every, like, in, like, like, when, like every time you say, like, "Welcome to the in between." Morning, Paul. It's like me waving at the Pope. Have I talked about that? No. Yeah. So the y'all seen the by the Magdala. Um, yeah. Oh shoot. What's the? No, no, no. What's the, the church? What's the church? Is it Magdalene? Mary Magdalene? No, that's not right. No. The Saint, one
0: on um, Old Jacksonville. On the
2: Old Jacksonville. The, Catholic Catholic Chick- the brick one. Yeah. Why yeah, am yeah. I blanking
1: on the Saint? Saint Mary's. Yeah. Is it? No, Saint, no? I
2: think it's Saint Mary Magdalene.
1: Which I drove by it, it today. Okay.
2: First, uh, that's what came to
1: my mind first. So maybe that's right. Um, anyway, there's that picture of the Pope. Out front. Oh yes, waving. and he's waving. And he looks, and he looks I so I... happy waving. And I always feel like I, I don't wave, wave, wave back. He looks so happy. <laughs> like he he I think he's happy to see me.
0: <laughs> it's like people waving at Ray Charles.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. Don't yep.
0: Don't do that. That's right.
1: There's I think there's an old story of uh I'm actually think it was Bill Cosby coming into Ray Charles's house and yelling at Ray for not having the bathroom light on while he was shaving. Like hey, Ray, how do you shave without the light? Oh never mind. <laughs> Oh yeah, confirmed. Saint Mary Magdalene. Saint Mary Magdalene. Okay, good. I'm glad I said it correctly then. Um, but yes, if you haven't driven by there,
2: just take a take a little detour if you need
1: to. It'll it'll brighten your day a I feel like someone would think we were making fun if we did a no. picture of, my, oh, of yeah. me oh, up yes. front of the church. Like yes, <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing. But, but that. But I'm not making fun. I think I love. I actually I just like love it. the Pope there la- smiling at me and waving. I I think there's something very cool about that. That's it makes awesome. me want to meet him. It's very reassuring. It is. <laughs>
2: it makes me want to meet he, him. He cares. He does. He does. He's a man. Of the, he's a man of the people. And there you go.
1: Um. All right, we're at the end of chapter three. Did y'all see me do eighteen verses on? I did.
2: I saw you. So I, I did not. I saw, I th- I saw the I was, smoke I was coming very up curious. behind you. So fast. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah, I haven't watched yet. I was very curious how far you got.
1: Um. Yep, I got through verse eighteen. Um. And it was it what's funny is as I was finishing up the notes, it struck me our our conversation last week about, you know, is this is this about the the condemnation or the judgment of Eli or the elevation of Samuel? And at the end of my notes I realized, oh wait, we fell into that that oh, the God. the classic blunder of not about you know not involved in a land war in Asia. The story isn't <laughs> about Eli or Samuel. Of course, the story is about God. So it's the same story. It's one story of God. Elevating a humble person and deposing a proud person. That was, um, Colson just heard falling out of the room. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The room just turned on its side and dumped (laughs) Colson out through the hole. Um, anyway, so that was good. And I'm starting to unpack the, I got stuck though. I made it all the way to verse 19 and got stuck, uh, this week's sermon because I wanted, I want there to be something very special about the phrase, and none of his words, that God let none of his word, and let none of his words fall to all the ground. ground.
0: Just in case anybody missed that joke, because he went by it really fast. Nineteen is the first verse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry, he yeah. made it all the way to the first, to the next verse. verse. That's exactly
1: right. I finished eighteen, got to nineteen, and I'm stuck. Stuck. Um, but it really does just seem to be an idiom. Hmm. It just seems to be a like. Because there's a lot of phrase, there's a lot of Old Testament, especially phrases about uh, that His word didn't fail, or God made sure that His His word was not in vain. And this just seems to be most commentaries seem to think this
0: is just another way of saying that. So the if
1: anybody finds anything cross reference that I
0: have is nine six, Samuel nine six, and he said to him, "Behold, there's a man of God in this city." And he is a man who is held in honor. All that he says comes true. Yeah. <clears throat> it seems to be the
1: same kind of message. It, it's it's his, his word is, does what it's supposed to be. God made sure it's, doesn't
3: fail. It's whatever. Joshua twenty one forty five. Mm-hmm. Not one word of all the good promises that the Lord has made to the house of Israel has failed. Yep. All has come to pass. Yep. That's the same. That was one of the
1: ones, yep. Idiom? Mm-hmm. Well, it's not, it's the, in the Hebrew, it, though, yeah. it's not the same in the Hebrew. No. I've looked, I've compared, like, all these different places. But it's not the same. It's not, like, the, it's the same, I was a real bummed. The same I was thought like,
3: thought of, of failing, yeah. of words failing. I just wanted this to be a thing. I wanted mm-hmm. it to be some, like, you guys will believe
1: it if you look in the Hebrew. And yes, I, I think did. it
3: really is just an idiom. Yeah, there's an article <clears throat> by uh, W.T. Klassen, um, it actually says it's a, it is just that. It's just a metaphor. Yeah. And it actually says the metaphor is coming from archery, an archery term of words not hitting their mark or not being re, yeah, reliable or effective. Okay. I like that. Mm-hmm. Can work with that. There's another one in First Kings I was trying to look up.
1: I wonder where the root of the archery, wonder where that, how he knows that. You, you said you're sending me that? Yeah, I'll send okay, it to Okay, I'll see if that's, if I can find some.
3: Yeah, same thing. First Kings 8. Mm-hmm. It's It seems, yeah, it's, it seems to be just effectiveness. Blessed mm-hmm. be the Lord who has given rest to all his people in Israel, according to all that he promised. Not one word has failed all of his good promise. Right. Which he spoke by Moses, <laughs> his servant.
1: It reminded yeah. me a little bit of the Jesus talking about salt when it's no longer salty is only worth only good to be spread on the ground. Mm. Like that's like, you know, that it's kind of that is the closest I could come to a, connection to the idea of it being on the ground, but that that's, it's anyway, but I hadn't heard the archery thing. That would be another good, it hit
0: the ground rather than hit the target would be a good way to unpack that anyway. Well, it's just weird to, to think about in the idiom itself or in the phrase itself that your words falling to the ground, Right. <clears throat> I mean, Let's regardless up. of anything else's effectiveness when it hits the ground, cause salt's pretty effective on the ground. <laughs> Um, for some things, but for some things, uh, your words on the ground or not. Yeah, it's a weird. It's like that's a apparently it didn't
1: go well. Yeah, if your words are on the ground, it went over like a lead balloon. There you go. I have to do my Led Zeppelin logo up on the <laughs> up on the screen to reference. You know who Led Zeppelin is?
2: Yes, I do. No, <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> we're Just gonna curious. have a talk afterwards. <laughs> That I know about them? No. That I don't. If, you, if, you, if
1: didn't. you didn't
0: know about them.
2: Um.
1: Ah!
3: Thank, thank you. There you go. Very good. <coughs> um. And our apologies for whoever just drove off the road. <laughs> 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 Boom. Or the older people who couldn't hear that. Yeah, that was good. Oh,
1: my gosh. Um. So it's, it's 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 you know, going down through this, that clearly nineteen twenty twenty one 21 is meant to say, that he was just rocking it. I mean, Samuel, God yeah. and Samuel, um, they are, they are accomplishing all the stuff God wants done. The Lord is appearing again at Shiloh. Um, the Lord reveals Himself to to Samuel. Like it's it is, things are good. Yeah, for a little while under Eli. By the way, Eli's still here. He's still around. But <clears throat> the Lord is with him. Um, Samuel takes point. We don't know if how long this lasts. And just, again, you're, it's another screeching record. Like, yes, God, Samuel, Israel, everything's moving in the right direction. The word of Samuel came to all of Israel. Yes. Now Israel went out to battle against the Philistines. Oh, this is going to be great. Right? They're, they're, it's, it's all going to be great. They camp at Ebenezer. Good choice. Like where they can remember what God has done. And the Philistines draw a line. And the battle spread and Israel was defeated before the Philistines. That is it is such a non sequitur building up to this point. Um four thousand men die there. By the way, it's gonna be a lot more than that before we're done.
0: Well so this is a this is a tough Yeah, I don't I think the like with what he just told Samuel. Right. I don't I don't know. Like that to me I don't I don't see it building quite the same way and that has to do with what he just told Samuel and Samuel's established as a prophet of the <coughs> Lord, like that his words don't fall to the ground. Hey, what did he just tell Samuel? Right. It's this is about to be bad. At least for Eli, right? Yeah. Well, and for Israel I mean, like this is a this is a judgment. Right. And mm, his word doesn't fail. Right. He said this was gonna happen. It's happening. It's, it's, uh, it's happening. It's pretty rough. It's happening. <laughs> Sorry.
1: The, uh, the people come to the camp. And this is going to be the main premise, I think. I think it's the, it kind of, this kind of the obvious main premise is this. And I got, I got to tell you guys. So watching, um, it's worth watching Alistair Begg do this sermon. Alistair is just, I, 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 I don't know if I, you guys heard this, but if I've said to somebody else, but uh, you know, usually he's pretty vibrant, you know, he's, he's a, he's, he's not a hellfire brimstone. No, he's He's a leprechaun. Yeah. He (laughs) he teaches and he teaches it very clearly. And it's (laughs) like, it's, it's very, it's usually relatively unemotional. Like it was weird to see him in the last one talking about, and there's two or three guys who I'm watching. He's just consistently the best it's Mm. wild to watch, but to see him point at the crowd and say, some of you don't know God because you don't want to was, that was at, felt out of character. Like it was pretty like, wow. Eyes eyes wide. Whoa. Yes. It was like, whoa. Um, this one, I don't know why. I don't know if it's the passage. I don't know if there was something going on in his life when he taught this, but he he gets to the end and just kind of halfway through a sentence goes, well, let's just pray. I mean, it just such a sense of just, it, I don't know. It's like he gets to the end and I don't. I don't have anything else to say. I'm, I'm you know hmm. what? I don't, it's almost like he's looking at just the crowd the and they're not getting it or something. Like, oh, interesting. He's seeing dead eyes out there or some, I don't know, or just, yeah, the weightiness of this is, oh, let's just pray.
2: And that's how he ends it. And is that's that how he you? ends
1: it. He prays. Like, he just ends. So, anyway, that I don't, I was moved watching him. Interesting. Like, almost feels like he's almost defeated by this passage or by, the way this passage related to his life, or something like that, I was just intrigued by it. But um, it is a hard passage um, from the perspective of if, boy, if if anything can go wrong, it does. Yeah, it is so bad, and it's unthinkable the way this plays out. Um, the you know maybe it's because because the people of Israel, their solution is. It's, it's listen to the, listen to the phraseology, the way they say it, let us bring the ark of the covenant of the Lord here from Shiloh, that it may come among us and save us from the power of our enemies. Um, it could be he in the that's Hebrew, what, you know, that's it's what like, it
2: says in the NIV, it says he, it says, so that he may go with us and save us from the hand of our Interesting. enemies.
1: But it is a, yeah, the ESV puts it as it. Interesting. They put the, the, what's going to save them is the ark. Not the Lord, <clears throat> but that that seems to be the. I've got a note that says, "Or he, or he, exactly." <laughs> but regardless, but yes. it, it but yes. seems
0: to be like I, they don't pray, they don't confess, they don't repent. I would say that definitely the like they're making an interpretational call, yeah, based, based on what's around it,
2: like an and you like can, an image versus a living God kind mm-hmm. of a thing.
0: Yeah, like.
1: This is a god we can bring in and out when we want oh, okay. It to. Okay,
3: mm.
2: you
1: know, interesting. we it's.
2: Did you not think that, Paul?
3: No, no, no. I think yeah, it's interesting. It, looking into it, there's, <laughs> there, again, there's a lot here. Always, um, always. But apparently, there's even references. So of the references of the ark in First and Second Samuel, there's 61 references. 36 of them appear between chapter four and chapter seven. So the vast majority come wow, right now, right now, um, starting now mm-hmm. and that there seem to be some links to some fragment r- fragment writing. Um, yeah, they these, they're calling them old arc narratives. Um, and so, yeah, so p- potentially independent documents that would give some more light to this.
1: Oh, interesting.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. And one of the conclusions that, you know, comes from this is the, that actually this becomes a language as a setup for a king. So this is, this is Samuel setting up or the purpose of focusing on the ark is exactly what Chris said. So is the token that we need, mm-hmm. that uh, this will, this, it's not forgoing God, but it's saying, yes, God. And we have this just like then we'll run into yes, God. And we really would like a king, yeah. Mm. And so again, just by its use, God's not enough. We need something to do something that we're doing. Very and, interesting. And again, so it's it's a. And
0: I'm sure the Philistines had stuff like that with them.
1: Mm. Oh yeah,
0: some oh, okay. sort of like. Well, and that's the thing. Like this is the, the, Philistine, then taunt of the Hebrews that there's no there's no God in, Israel. Like, or, you know, other nations as well. Um, But there's no, there's no God in Israel. They don't have what we have. What's,
1: what's weird in this passage is that they're going to have, so the people of Israel are going to have this, like, um, you know, God is, God is apparently not for us. So let's go get the ark. And that's why there's a distinction. Like they don't turn to the God who they just said, Hmm. why is God? defeating us. Um, and so Israel's defeated. And the, the, the they say, the people, the elders said, why has the Lord defeated us before the Philistines? Let us bring the ark of the covenant of the Lord here from Shiloh, that it may come among us and save us from the power of our enemies. And, and which I think is, I think there's meant to be a clear dichotomy here. They, if this isn't, this doesn't seem to be them turning somehow in obedience or fear or repentance or anything to the Lord. no, this is like, oh, we've got that box. Oh, okay. We've, we've got, remember the box? Even if they say we've got his box. Yeah, exactly. We've got his box. Is that just manipulating the Lord now? Hey, we've got, it's all like are they is this a blackmail scheme? Hey, I, we've got your box. You're you not going to,
0: win. you're not going to defeat us if we've got your box with us. <laughs> it's you
2: like, wouldn't hit a guy with glasses. <laughs> well, it's like, we're not even allowed to go in the room with the box. Oh yeah. So it's oh, like, just, them, yeah. oh, just bring the, bring the box like. You don't even want to well, deal with the, the question of hey, who go went get, to get the box. Go, go get, get the, Samuel to go get the box. Yeah, exactly. By
1: the way, look who's not yeah. in this chapter, no, by the way. Um, we're not seeing Samuel in hmm. this whole conflict. Wow. Samuel's not leading them. He's not prophesying for them. I mean, if he's here, it's, it's, this is like Daniel in Daniel 3. I mean, he's just, it, his, the silence of Samuel is deafening in this chapter. Interesting. So here's what's wild. And I think this is meant to show something. So they bring out the Ark. And what do do the Philistines say? They think, oh, crap. Because this is the God, or they think, they say gods. This is the God that saved them from Egypt. What are we supposed to do against a God who can do to his enemies like he did to Egypt? Because they're not Egypt. (laughs) <laughs> they yeah exactly. Oh, the Philistines are they've already been defeated by Egypt. No, Actually, we'll they, tell their story a little bit. Yeah. Um so they know this whole Egypt narrative. They have a high degree of respect at least for what they think are the gods of the Israelites who they brought out who whomped on the Egyptians. Um until they so, defeat him. Yeah, they aren't afraid of the box, but they are afraid of the god of the box. Huh? Um, Until they defeat and Israel. And then they defeat Israel. And then they're like, "Ah, eh, this
0: isn't a thing. Yeah, exactly. That God guy, he's nothing. Turns out we were wrong. We'll take it with us. Yeah. Until it starts bringing all kinds of plagues. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>, exactly. <laughs> Get this thing out of-
0: Never mind, we're jumping ahead. <laughs> what is this? Yep. <laughs> then they start experiencing the plagues of mm-hmm. Egypt
1: um, in their own... So it, it's... But it is, it, once again, the, the juxtaposition of what it should be, which is the people of Israel falling on their face... Repenting before God. What have we done that you're bringing defeat to us? What is it that we have wrong? How do we fix this? What do we need to do? Instead, we go get the box. What's three, that?
0: Guy, three guys. All to be was, Let's just throw those three guys out of here.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. Eli's um, Eli like, and his sons. Yeah. I mean, that <laughs> just yeah, Man. by the way, they show up. That's who seems to be bringing the Ark, by the way, is Hopney and Phineas. Oh, yeah. That was a great choice. Guys.
0: Well, it's... I And I would say, like, it's... We don't have any record of Samuel's word from the Lord being said to anybody but Eli. Yeah. Yeah, we don't... So Samuel and Eli know. Yeah. And it's not like Hophni and Phidias would have listened. But it's... Yeah, even if they did, right. Anyway. Yeah. This is how bad it gets when the... Leaders of the people of God are unfaithful to bring his word. Mm. Yep. Whoa. Yep. You
1: get that, like that Amos passage, the famine of God's word. Mm. So Israel's all pumped when the ark shows up and the earth resounds
2: Mm. Um, the Philistines are like what is that
1: uh, ooh I need to look at mighty shout is it the same as in uh,
0: Jericho I wonder if it's. this us got to look and see if it's the same Hebrew it's the same as Joshua 6 5 and 20 so 6 5 six, that should be, yeah seven. that should be it because Joshua 6 is Jericho yeah so 5 when he tells them to and then when they do is probably five and 20, right? That's not an accident
1: yeah. to have the people of Israel shouting with a mighty shout and the earth resounds. That is not, if we were, that is meant to know like yeah. Jericho. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's no way that's an accident. Wow. So the Philistines heard the noise of the shouting. They said, what is this great shouting from the camp of the Hebrews mean? They learned the ark of the Lord had come to the camp. The Philistines were afraid a God has come into the camp. Woe to us. Nothing like this has happened before. Woe to us who can deliver us from the power of these mighty gods. These are the gods who struck the
0: Egyptians with every sort of plague in the wilderness. <laughs> Take courage and be men, O yeah, Philistines. Gird up your loins.
1: I've, I've heard this reference by the way, when people say, when I or when I make the case, I don't think there is a biblical mandate for masculinity or femininity. This is, is what they bring up? Some somebody people, they'll look up and they'll be like, well, let's find a Oh, there's this place in 1 Samuel where it says that we should take courage and be men. I'm like... Uh, You're talking about the Philistines. <laughs> the Philistines in response to the... I think you need to check your context a little bit there, but... Um, You're copping out. Exactly. Be
0: men and fight <laughs> is, you know, anyway. Unless you become slave to the Hebrew. As they have been to you. Ooh. Be men and fight.
1: So... And then again, I think I think I'm if I'm coming at it without any predisposition, verse 10 is still surprising to me.
2: So oh, so you're saying like if you're reading it you don't know, you don't know verse 9 you're like, oh, they're about to win. Kind yeah, of a thing. I, I yeah, I think
1: the 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 gods of the the god of who defeated Egypt has shown up. The ark is here. The ark doesn't lose. It's kind of like in um, you know, Kingdom of Heaven we reference, they've got a, mm-hmm. they've got the piece of the real the true cross, they think and well, no army under the true cross could lose, right? Um, uh, it's always wild to me that they don't think about the fact that Jesus was crucified on that cross. Like, the the, the true cross can get Jesus crucified. Anyway, but yeah. the it's not logical. But that's, that's the... No, we can't lose, and the Philistines fought, and Israel was defeated, and 30,000 foot soldiers of Israel died. So, this is a massive defeat. I mean, they are... Whew. Totally slaughtered. It actually says that. There was a very great slaughter.
2: 30,000. I mean, how many soldiers would Israel have had at that time anyway?
0: You're talking about millions of people.
2: Oh, okay. As, as
0: not, a, in the, not in the army, but millions yeah. of people in okay. Israel.
1: When they gather armies later, they typically gather... Like, like when Gideon gathered an army, he started <laughs> with 30,000. Yes. Um, and change. And so it gets whittled down to the 300. Right. But those type of numbers... The 30,000 to 100,000 are thrown around a lot in the okay. book of Judges as far as, um, but it is, this This would be the equivalent of every member of Gideon's original army being slaughtered. Wow. Um, there's probably something to that too, that we're, we're supposed to hearken back to the 30,000 soldier armies rather than, because again, the just the complete level of the failure to look to God, <clears throat> maybe they should have only had 300 here. I mean, maybe that's what God would have had them do, if they had talked to God about it. Who knows what God? I would maintain,
0: have done. <laughs> He told them what to do. Just drop those three guys off in the middle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think probably we would this would be over.
2: <laughs> so long, guys.
0: I mean, I'm not. Well, they need to. They yeah, were they, they were supposed to be thrown out of the camp. Yeah, cast at cast least out or two eximputed. of them yeah. should have been, and they didn't do that. So, like it again, the word of the Lord was given to Samuel of what was going to happen. And it was not obeyed probably because it wasn't preached. Yeah. And then this is this is, this is is Joshua lying on his face in front of God saying, you know, woe is me and you have brought us out here to die or whatever. Right. And he's like, get up and get the sin out of the camp. Yep. You're supposed to get the sin out of the camp. You were told what to do. Do it. Like, not to be too obtuse here, but like th- there are times where I'm praying for God to be this clear about what he wanted done. Mm. And he, he told him, he told him what was going to happen. Now this is like the word of the Lord being not falling to the ground. Yeah, that's right.
3: It's sadly, so it, doesn't, exactly... it doesn't fall on the ears of Israel either.
0: Man.
1: Other thoughts? What
3: do you find? What are you seeing over there? Uh, I was already moving on into the death of Eli. That is him falling to the ground. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and it was nice catch. Mm-hmm, that
0: this, and <clears throat> again, to its first What 18. a humiliating way to die. I'm not, I mean, you know, as <laughs> a fat did. man, I'm like, oh, man, please, Lord. That's let me a, go peacefully in my sleep. You'd but be... don't let it be me falling on, the, on my neck. You'd rather be stuck in the gut with a dagger and release uh, your bowels. I don't know. That
1: one's pretty bad, too. There are <laughs> some bad ways to them. die. The, the fat guys don't
2: do well in the, yeah, yeah, the really testament in this passage. I just picture Han Solo. No, no, it's Luke. No, it's Han, right? Who cuts open the... Oh, oh, the... You know?
0: the yeah, it's
1: Han. The
2: tauntaun. Yeah. I. Pic- that's over. what I picture when, when it opens up. But, I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is what I picture. Sorry, Sean. <laughs>
1: Sorry. Oh, I he's probably that. not seen that. Well, in anyway. <laughs> Oh, we do. We do. We do have a question from Sean. By the way. Oh, nice. Sean's going to be so proud. Four four episodes in a row. Oh yeah.
0: Hey Sean again. I want to say hi to Kayson and have a question for Mr. Chris. What is idolatry? Thank you very
2: much.
1: That was that was awesome. Uh, what a great question from one of our listeners. <laughs> We've never, I I just (laughs) don't know who this brilliant kid is. I know it, man. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. So uh, I think Sean probably knows idolatry, knows what idolatry is uh, as well. um, But that is a, uh, technically it means to worship something made by man. Um, Yeah. Worshiping something other than God could be a kind of idolatry, but an idol is, is something that a human makes and then worships. And it was a huge problem there. I would say for us today, Um, you know, we don't we don't call idolatry. We don't call it a religion. A lot of times we don't say like, oh, I I worship my phone or I worship my television or I worship my college sports team or I worship my picket. You know, any one of those things. I worship my bank account. I worship whatever. But I worship myself. I worship myself. Yeah, exactly. Which is the most ridiculous because we are we are an image.
2: John, thank you for your question. Anything else before we kind
1: of sign off? Well it's it's this is a it's going to be a fascinating conversation but I think the what's fa- his question what is idolatry um they the i believe what is happening in this section is, is that idolatry. they are worshiping the ark the ark instead of God mm. and that is a big warning to all of us that we don't create God in our image and then worship the god we're comfortable with
0: and that is all of our temptation in it so yeah anyway i'm i'm not going to being encouraged doesn't fit. <laughs> be, be convicted. Be vigil be keep be convicted. <laughs> there you go.